Hello, everyone. Welcome to Everyday Ignatian. My name is Anthony Russo. I am a layperson of the Archdiocese of Detroit, and I run EverydayIgnatian.com. It is a Catholic blog as understood by the Church and in full communion with the Holy See, wherein we explore an authentically Ignatian expression of the Catholic faith. Before we begin today's episode, let us begin by praying the Angelus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Ghost, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among, amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Pray for us, O most holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ thy Son was made known by the message of an angel, may be brought by his passion and cross to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. All holy angels, pray for us. Society of Jesus, pray for us. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make our hearts like unto thy heart. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Since this is our first episode, I would like to begin by discussing who we are and what we do. Everyday Ignatian was founded in response to the division and drama surrounding the Society of Jesus. In recent times, the Jesuits have been the source of controversy in the Church, and this controversy is usually met with one of two different responses. First, complaining, but no action. Second, calling for the Jesuits to be dissolved altogether. Unfortunately, both are terrible options. For, in the words of Bishop Fulton Sheen, quote, I have never heard of anyone building down. And this thought was the genesis of everyday Ignatian. Our mission is to breathe new life into the society of Jesus 
through the traditional and reverent celebration of Holy Mass, with the ordinariate use of liturgy and the Tridentine Mass serving as the gold standards. We strive to be true sons and daughters of the Church and desire to do so by following in the footsteps of St. Ignatius of Loyola. How do we plan to do that? Through the spiritual exercises, which serves as our manual in the spiritual life and the backbone of Ignatianism at large. But we cannot do this alone, and by divine providence, our blessed Lord has provided us with the help we need, namely his holy angels, who serve as our patrons. The holy angels, who we consider to be the ultimate Ignatians, will illuminate, guard, rule, and guide us on our spiritual journey, no different than how Dante was guided by Virgil and Beatrice in the Divine Comedy. Now that we have discussed who we are and what we do, let us discuss how we intend to do it. As a blog, we will be publishing material every week, wherein we explore a different aspect of Ignatianism, but it would be a mistake to simply stop there. If we wish to breathe new life into the Society of Jesus and spearhead an Ignatian renewal, we need to do more, and we are. Specifically, we will be doing several things. First, we will be diving into the lives of the good and holy Jesuits who have come before us. There is a litany of Jesuit saints and blesseds who serve as role models for Ignatianisms for Ignatians everywhere, and these men are the giants on whose shoulders we stand on today. Second, we will be providing free digital resources to engage in the study of Ignatianism, from the original Jesuit constitutions of 1558 to an entire library of Jesuit sources and writings to a collaboration of work between the Jesuits and the Dominicans. Yes, those Dominicans, and countless more. Third, and certainly not least, we will be highlighting and elevating the Jesuits who are living the charism and lifestyle founded by St. Ignatius of Loyola, by shining a spotlight on the Jesuits who are doing just that. We will be keeping a regularly updated list of active Jesuits who are living examples of what Jesuits ought to be, including Father Joseph Fessio, Father Mitch Pacwa, and countless others. Now, before we go on any further, some clarity is in order. Given that the focus of this blog is on Ignatianism and the Society of Jesus at large, it would be remiss of us if we did not speak about Father James Martin, S.J. To be clear, everyday Ignatian does not condone, endorse, or support Father James Martin, S.J. in any way, shape, or form. However, even though we do not condone, endorse, or support Father Martin, we also desire to fraternally correct him in a spirit of charity and goodwill, always remembering the words of St. Paul, who writes in his first letter to the Corinthians, quote, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. And if I should have prophecy and should know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I should have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, 
it profiteth me nothing. And if I should distribute all my goods to feed the poor, and if I should deliver my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Unquote. To accomplish this task, we look to the successors of the apostles, the bishops of the church, as the teachers of the faith and as role models to follow. In particular, we turn to His Excellency Archbishop Charles Chapit of Philadelphia and His Excellency Bishop Thomas Paprocki of Springfield. On Thursday, the 19th of September, 2019, Archbishop Chapit of Philadelphia published his weekly column. In his column, Archbishop Chapit warned Catholics that, although the Church welcomes all souls and will never deny anyone based on sexual orientation alone, Father Martin sows confusion among the faithful regarding the Church's moral teachings. That very day, this statement was soon echoed and supported by Bishop Paprocki of Springfield. In his statement, Bishop Paprocki issued an incredibly succinct response to the confusing dilemmas caused by Father Martin. This paragraph, which we echo now, will serve as the official response of everyday Ignatian regarding Father James Martin, S.J. Quote, Father Martin's public messages create confusion among the faithful and disrupt the unity of the church by promoting a false sense that immoral sexual behavior is acceptable under God's law. People with same-sex attraction are indeed created and loved by God and are welcomed in the Catholic Church. But the Church's mission to these brothers and sisters is the same as to all her faithful, to guide, encourage, and support each of us in the Christian struggle for, for, for virtue, sanctification, and purity." Unquote. Everyday Ignatian stands fully behind the statements made by Archbishop Chapit and Bishop Paprocki. Each of these statements may be read by clicking on the links on the Everyday Ignatian website under the Statement Regarding Father James Martin S.J. tab. Finally, a question remains. Why? Why try and save an order who, as a group, have been described as incorrigible? Well, to put it succinctly, God has great use for them. In his spiritual exercises, Ignatius speaks about the two standards. In other words, being a veteran of the Spanish military, Ignatius approached the spiritual life like a great battle. And it is obvious that the Society of Jesus, God's Marines, have been under attack. The enemy is not a fool. He has targeted the Jesuits for a reason. The question of why the Jesuits were the chosen target specifically, and not any other order in the church, is a different discussion for a different day. The point is that the enemy sees them as a threat and is intimidated by what, by what they can do in service of God and his, holy, and his holy Catholic Church. And, like any other general, the enemy is trying to take out the biggest weapons first. We will not stand for that.
it is time to push back and push back hard. To conclude today's episode of Everyday Ignatian, let us recite the prayer that St. Ignatius himself wrote, the Sushi Pei. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. Lord Jesus Christ, take all my freedom, my memory, my understanding, and my will. All that I have and cherish, thou hast given me. I surrender it all to be guided by thy will. Thy grace and thy love are wealth enough for me. Give me these, Lord Jesus, and I ask for nothing more. Amen. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. All holy angels, pray for us. Society of Jesus, pray for us. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make our hearts like unto thy heart. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This concludes today's episode of Everyday Ignatian. Thank you for listening, and remember, quodcumque diserit vobis facite. Do whatever he tells you.